I'd like to let you know about 143 Pixels. It is a show all about video games. Every episode I have a guest on, that guest brings a game, and we talk about it. And if you like this show, you will probably also enjoy 143 Pixels. You can download it wherever you are listening to this show for free. Head on over to anchor.fm slash 143. That's anchor.fm slash 143. On episode 466 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got deleted tweets. Your broken Wii is your problem now, and Reggie has saved Nintendo from itself. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hey, this is Mr. Strauss from the Mesa Junior High School, and you're listening to the sweet and smooth sounds of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. On Saturdays, I record a show that is all about what you want me to talk about. Use the hashtag AskRJS on Twitter or in the community Discord server. You can also use AskRJS. There's a whole channel just for it. Join the Twitter or the uh, Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Pierre-Luc L. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. All right, let's get right into it. I've got a lot of stuff to cover today, and I want to start by talking about a game that... I recently started playing. I, I got a review copy for this game called 1980X. It is incredibly um, unique in the way that uh, it is presented. It is basically this story about a uh, a dejected teenager who is very unhappy with their life, and they kind of start to get lost in the world of arcade games. They end up going down to the arcade and playing a bunch of games. And the way that you play the game is you play the actual arcade games that this uh, this kid, and that's the, actually their name, is playing. So uh, it's very interesting. Uh, they've got a couple of different arcade-style games. I think there's five total. I've played through four of them, and I'm sure that I will loop back and play them again. Uh, but... They've got a side-scrolling brawler beat-em-up, kind of like Streets of Rage. They've got a side-scrolling bullet hell shooter, kind of like R-Type or Super R-Type. Uh, or that other one, which name, it's it's actually the better one, in my opinion, but I can never remember the name of it. I believe it starts with a G. Maybe somebody in chat will remember. Uh, Johnny Link is all about the retro games, so maybe he'll know. Um there's a cool driving game that is reminiscent of uh, the old uh, checkpoint-style driving games from the 80s. And then there's a side-scrolling um, ninja-style game, very much like Shinobi and uh, that style of game from the 16-bit era. And there's one more that I haven't unlocked yet. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've got more to do in the game, but it's really, really good. Um, or, or it's, I don't know if it's really good because I'm still very, very early on, but it's very interesting and quite unique. 
and it's got some amazing art. And if uh, you want to know more about it, then check out my first uh, my first look at it, which you can find over on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash run jump stomp. Speaking of games that I've been playing lately, I'm going to do this real quick because I've talked about it on the show a couple times now. Uh, that would be 140. It's this cool Atari-inspired uh, side-scrolling platformer, and I am now on the final boss. I think I'm on the final boss. That game is really, really good, and uh, I, I, rec- I highly recommend that you check out um, 140. I think that they would do well to have a demo for that game. And uh, if if uh, you're interested in hearing more about it, check out my uh, my first look at it over on my YouTube channel again. All right, let's start by talking about uh, this the end of an era. Honestly, I can't believe that this is something that's still been going on. But uh, website JapaneseNintendo.com recently um, posted that Nintendo has now announced that they are no longer accepting repairs of the Wii console. Uh, This is the original version, RVL001, uh, after March 31st, 2020. So if you have a Nintendo Wii and it is broken uh, for any particular reason, up until March 31st this year, you can still send it in and get it repaired. Now, I'm sure that you'll have to pay for that, but once this is done you're not going to be able to get it repaired by Nintendo, which, if you ask me, is definitely the way you want to go. Uh, speaking of repairs, this is this is an aside. This is not related to this story at all, but uh, my son has a Joy-Con for his Switch, and um, it was a little swollen, like, like maybe the battery was expanding. So I called up Nintendo, and they gave me, um, you know... They sent me um, the paper to put on the outside of the box, and I mailed it in yesterday, and it hasn't, you know, obviously it hasn't come back yet, uh, but it was a little swollen in the middle, and we were we were a little worried about that, like maybe there's a problem with the battery inside. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated once, uh, once it comes back. We'll see if we get the same one, because he had his um, uh, Pokemon, uh, he, he got a Pokemon Sword and Shield... Um, walkthrough book. I don't think that's the right word. Like uh, play guide. Um, and it came with stickers, and he had we we had put those stickers on his Joy-Con. And I wonder if uh, if he'll get back the same Joy-Con with that sticker on the front. And if not, it's not the end of the world. But um, I think he'll probably be irritated. Anyway, let's get back to um the story from Japanese Nintendo. The reason that I, 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 I'm surprised that Nintendo was still repairing the Wii, like at all. I mean, that thing has been around for a while now, but the real, the reason that they're no longer going to be doing repairs is because apparently, uh, they're having trouble getting, keeping the parts in stock that they would need in order to fix stuff. Uh, they're also going to stop repairing Wii peripherals. Uh, as soon as they are out of stock. So right now they are repairing stuff, but once they run out of the parts that they need, they're going to say, okay, we're no longer fixing that stuff. Uh, Keep in mind that this system started out in December 2nd, 2006. That's been been around for a long time, and it sold 101 
million units. So there, there's possibly a lot of them out there that may or may not be broken. I actually have a working one on the shelf behind me. Uh, I don't use it very often, but uh, when I do, it works, which is cool. And when it stops working, I will be sad. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to let everybody know about that. So if you've got one that's broken, you can still get it fixed. I'm sure that you have to pay for it, but uh, you're going to have to act fast if you want to get that fixed. All right. Let's talk about a deleted tweet. Uh, EB Games of Canada has, um, that's Electronic Boutique, by the way, uh, which is weird because here in the States, we had Electronics Boutique, but they eventually went out of business uh, as things, you know, it just kind of happens. I believe what happened was that GameStop, I always say it wrong, GameStop bought Electronics Boutique and took over all of their locations um, in the, in the States, but in Canada, electronics boutique is still around. And, um, they had tweeted out that street fighter five championship edition. Let me open this, this tweet up. Uh, they had tweeted this out street fighter five championship champion edition is heading to Nintendo switch pre-order now in store. And, um, it got 660 retweets and 2000 people liked it. And then they deleted it. Or, well, that's how many had done it when I uh, grabbed the link to it and posted it in my Discord. If you didn't know, in the Discord, there is a channel called News Tips Links Only that people use to, myself included, uh, to say, hey, this is something that that maybe we should have a discussion about on one of the shows. Uh, So usually... If you want to know what what is Bill going to be talking about on uh, the shows that are coming up, then just check out that channel. And if there's something cool that you think that that I should discuss on one of my shows, then you can drop a link to it in that channel as well. Um, the fact that they deleted the tweet is uh, pretty telling. I think I I still we were actually having a discussion about this recently in the Discord about whether or not there's going to be a direct because, you know, for a while there, everybody was saying myself included that we're probably going to be having a Nintendo direct soon. And, uh, I anticipated that it would be this week and then it didn't happen. And then maybe it was next week and then it didn't happen. But then we had the, uh, Pokemon direct followed by, uh, Mr. Sakurai unveiling a new character for super smash brothers and I'm starting to think that maybe we're not going to have a Nintendo Direct anytime soon. Like, part of me says, okay, if we were going to be getting a uh, a Nintendo Direct anytime soon, then it makes sense to have leaks like this, where we've got Street Fighter V Champion Edition uh, leaked by EB Games. But at the same time, we've already had two full-on video productions from Nintendo. Sure, they were about uh, single games. Each one was about a single game. A lot of us are anticipating that we would get this multi-game Nintendo Direct, and we just haven't yet. And I wonder when it's going to happen. And there's people in the Discord who are saying, well, maybe it's not going to happen until, like, March, especially because we've already had two of these videos. And I'm just not sure what's going to happen. But... Um, I don't know if, I mean, this is not confirmed. We have no idea if Street Fighter V Champion Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. That is a very, very pretty game. 
Uh, it has a uh, very impressive graphics. I heard I, I'm not a Street Fighter guy. Uh, like Street Fighter Two, I loved, but I I haven't played any of the the Street Fighters since the 16-bit era, and I've heard very very good things about the uh, about the look of Street Fighter Five, but not so good things about the overall gameplay of Street Fighter Five. So. I don't know, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know that I would put any money down on it, but the, the I don't know, the odds of EB Games tweeting that out without having a real reason to do so, like that that's just odd. And then for them to delete the tweet, that makes even more conspicuous. So I don't know. I wouldn't put any money on us having a Nintendo Direct soon. Because I feel like Nintendo is going to make us wait a little while now. But I do anticipate that when we have a Nintendo Direct, it will be announced that Street Fighter V is coming to Nintendo Switch. Hopefully my logic follows there. Anyway, um, this is a very interesting story. Actually, yeah, this is a very interesting story. We've got, this comes from a Reddit post. Um, Apparently there's a podcast called... Oh, I gotta, I gotta click on it. Something about company presidents. Uh, but there's this podcast called the present value podcast. Oh no, not, I thought that said president value, uh, the present value podcast. And they got to interview, uh, Reggie fils If you don't know who Reggie fils is, he was the president of Nintendo of America for uh, a very long time. And now he is um, the quote-unquote leader in residence at the Dyson School at Cornell University. Uh, So now he teaches basically stuff over at Cornell, which is pretty cool. But uh, uh, he did this podcast, and apparently there was this this time when he first got hired where Nintendo was thinking of aging up their brand, which I think is, uh, I can understand why they would make that mistake. So what exactly does it mean aging up your brand? Well, Nintendo has, since the, since the 16-bit era, has been labeled with or saddled with this, this um, moniker of being the system that is just for kids and not for adults. Although I would say, I would bet that far more adults are playing games on the Nintendo Switch than on PS4 and uh, Xbox. And I think that that's because it's more convenient. I also think that, like, it's funny, if you look at the games that that the, the, the adults that are playing, like the adults are the ones that are playing Pokemon and stuff like that, and the kids are the ones that are playing, uh, like, Call of Duty, even though Call of Duty is marketed towards adults and Pokemon is marketed towards kids, the different audiences have glommed onto that because the adults have grown up with Pokemon and grown up with Nintendo and the the kids are just only interested in the new hotness. Not that not that kids don't like Pokemon, but it's it's just weird how uh, let me give you an example. If I look at the numbers for the ages of the people who are downloading my shows. Uh, and I don't know everybody's age or whatever, but uh, whenever I do a survey or if I look at my YouTube stats, the ages of people who are listening to another one of my shows, StadiaCast, 
those are a much lower number than the people who are listening to Nintendo, which is a much higher number, uh, which is very interesting. Anyway, Nintendo has been saddled with this. It's the console for kids um, uh, label for a very, very long time. And when Reggie was first hired there, they were thinking about aging up their their brand you know even changing the nintendo logo which is ridiculous to me because the nintendo logo is while very simple also incredibly iconic so uh denau rami in uh reddit user went in listened to the podcast and got the exact quote about this uh and here's what it says it says from a branding standpoint we had to clear we had to be clear in what Nintendo as a brand stood for, as well as the individual franchises, what they stood for. I'll give you an example. When I joined Nintendo, there was a sense of almost shame that Nintendo appealed to young customers and that the marketing team at Nintendo of America started doing things with the logo, that classic Nintendo logo with the oval. They would put it into graffiti style or they do different things to try and age up the logo And I put a stop to that because that is not our brand. And what we needed to do was, yes, appeal to a broad swatch of customers, but we needed to do it based on what the brand stood for and not doing it in some false way. Systemically, we went through and cleaned up the presentation of our brand, but we also created messaging coupled with that content that really broadened the reach, broadened the appeal, and set the stage for all the great products we would launch, like the Wii, the Wii Fit, and eventually the Nintendo Switch. Um, So that was very interesting. And then somebody, (laughs) uh, OMB Renox on Reddit posted this video, which is just horrendous. And it's like, this is what they were doing to try and appeal to people uh, by... uh, This is what Sony was doing to try and appeal to people at the time. They've got this... I I, I don't... This actor... I won't say what I think of this person. I'll just say that they're an actor. All right? They've got this actor sitting there wearing a weird Santa hat and rapping and doing these... stupid dance moves and he's got this giant medallion hanging around his neck and he's talking he's rapping about the psp and how cool it is and all this this is just so inauthentic and i hate the word cringy but it's this is incredibly cringy and this is the kind of thing that they were doing to try and market the psp and Nintendo wouldn't do that because that's not their brand. That's not authentic. That's not what they're all about. And I think that, thank goodness, that Nintendo, that Reggie took Nintendo away or, or, or took took this idea and said, no, 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 we are not doing this here. We're not trying to be the the edgiest console out there. We're just trying to make a good console and we're trying to make good games. And that's what Nintendo has always been about. And that's why I appreciate it. You you know, I'm going to give you one more example. Uh, Just recently, there was this, this, um, this video 
for the Monster Energy Drink uh, motocross racing game that I saw. And I was like, this is, it was so inauthentic and ridiculous. And it did like, it didn't speak to me as a gamer. And what it really did at the end of the day is, is I was slightly interested in that game from the perspective of, oh, a cool motocross game. Sure. It's branded with monster energy, which kind of makes me throw up into my mouth a little bit, just thinking about, but, um, the the video completely turned me off from the game and I said, oh, nope, that game is not for me. If this is what their marketing department is doing, then this is clearly not for me. And I don't understand who it's for. Um, so that that's how I look at things. Uh, so it's it's a good thing that Nintendo was saved by Reggie fils And I'm sure that he did a lot of things like that. All right, let's hear a quick break from a sponsor. And then when we come back, we've got some news about a cool fighting game that's not Street Fighter that uh, is coming to Nintendo Switch in 2020. Stick around. It may be the most addictive toy in history, and it's definitely the hottest thing this Christmas. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's talk about Rivals of Aether. Rivals of Aether is this really interesting uh, game for Steam right now. And um, I would say that it is a, I, I hate to say this word, but people are going, I mean, this, it's what it is. It's a ripoff of Smash Brothers, but it's all pixelated and it's got uh, cool characters where you can be like a giant lion dude whose hair's on fire or like, uh, I remember seeing orc, there's like an orca, like a killer whale, uh, is a character and it's all like 16 bit style art. And, uh, it's been on steam for a long time. Now I have not played it. I've heard very, very good things about it, but I've not played it myself. Well, it is coming to Nintendo switch in 2020 and look, there's a lot, I, I know it's been out for a while, but it's a popular game on Steam and now it's coming to Switch. And I think that that's a really, really good thing. Uh, I don't have much else to say about it other than, hey, it's coming. And if that sounds interesting to you, then you should check out some some footage of it uh, over on uh, Steam and see what the game is going to be like. Uh, it is basically like Smash, where you got to beat up the enemy and knock them off the platform that you're on. It looks really cool, and I love the art style. The art style, that cool 16-bit art style is just so charming for me, especially because I grew up in that era, so I really like that, and I'm not like super excited for it, but it's definitely something that I'm going to check out because it looks great. 
Uh, let's talk about other games that um that are impressive to me. Hypercharge Unboxed. I have played a few rounds of that so far, and I have to say, that game is really good. It's really good. I like the controls now that I've I've realized that they have that they are uh, motion controls because I was struggling with it without using the motion controls, and then once I used them, I was like, "There you go, it works." Uh, but Hypercharge Unboxed is this um, first-person shooter where you have to build um, defenses around these these uh, things, and uh, you are toys, and other toys are coming to attack your uh, little bases that you've got. My my son saw me playing it and he was like, "Oh, it's kind of like Fortnite Save the World." And I said, "Yes, except without, you know, building all of the the ramps and things like that and walls. You just put like they have these areas where you can put traps down if you want." Uh and it it's it's really fun. The graphics are pretty damn good, and of course, the it's got that appeal of you are playing as toys, so like the whole world is huge and you're this little part of it. Well, there's this tweet that came out uh, today, I think. Uh, yeah, it came out today. Or no, it came out a couple days ago. Sorry. Uh, but it says that there is an exclusive preview. It says, we care about our fan base. Without you, we wouldn't be where we are now. Take a look at some of our best bits that we're working on for the free update in February. So the game's already out, but the developers stressed to me. When they when they emailed me, they, they stressed to me, listen, we are very much a small team and we're working on making this the best game that it can be. We don't even have a tutorial yet. Uh, so, and that's probably why I had trouble when I first started playing, like the first 10 minutes I was playing, I was very confused. Um, but they didn't even have a tutorial yet, but they said, look, we're, we, we understand that this is an incomplete game. We're still working on it. Uh, please let your audience know about that. And I said, all right, I'll do that. Uh, so what's coming in February with the free update? They said party modes, I don't really know what party mode is, but uh, we'll look at the images in a second. New characters and a tutorial voiced by Robert Pike Daniel. I don't know who Robert Pike Daniel is. Uh, Let's take a look at the party mode. They have a tank battle, tank versus tank combat in the garden and a spinner arena. So um, you can drive like little battle tanks around and and fight kind of like in combat. I mean... And if you are not old like me, you probably like, what do you mean like in combat? There was this really old uh, game. It's probably the most common game found on an Atari 2600. And that is combat, where it was a top-down view. You had a tank. Your your sibling had a tank. And you could drive around this maze and try and shoot each other. And we played that game so much, and it looks like that's kind of like what we're going to get. Tank versus tank combat. It sounds great. They also have a spinner arena, and if you don't have younger kids, then you might not know what a spinner is. But basically, it's like a top that has a bunch of spiky things on the side, and you get it spinning, and then you drop the spinners into this little plastic arena, and they slam into each other, and one of them will get knocked off the the arena and the other one will be the winner and it looks like they have that kind of thing on an air hockey table which sounds really cool they've got new characters there is it looks like a gi joe character almost with a metal arm um <clears throat> excuse me he's like a, a gi joe ninja with a metal arm and then there's this other one that looks like a praying mantis i love these these models they look so cool and uh then <clears throat> excuse me 
It says here, two new character sets. Collect the newest line of premium action figures. Uh, this is a free update, so you're not going to have to pay for these new characters, which is great. And then the, tutor the, tu the tutorial, which is kind of hard to say. Uh, Sergeant Max Ammo will talk to you through everything you need to know. I'm happy that they are continuing to work on their game. I think that that's really good. And uh, I'm excited to play more of Hypercharged Unboxed. I think that they've got uh, a possible hit on their hands. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more from that developer. All right, we've got one more story that I want to hit before we get out of here. And that is that you can pre-order um, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons at Target. And if you do you're going to get this this Animal Crossing journal. Now, I, I don't care about this. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to... Animal Crossing is a game that you 100% want to have a digital copy of. You do not want to have to... This is a game that you play every day. You might play multiple times a day for very short periods of time. And swapping cartridges in and out is not something you're going to want to do. You're going to want to have this game digitally. At least, that's how I want to play it. So... I'm not interested in pre-ordering it for this, and I probably won't pre-order it anyway. Uh, I might just buy, well, I mean, maybe I'll pre-order it because then I, it'll have downloaded ahead of time. I can't imagine that Animal Crossing will be a huge download. The art assets don't look to be uh, super overwhelming or anything. I'm going to guess that it's actually pretty small uh, as far as the footprint on your hard drive. So pre-ordering it probably isn't something that I have to worry about, but... If you are interested in pre-ordering a physical copy and you get it at Target, then you're going to get this weird um, look, like little notebook where you can write things down. Maybe you can write down, uh, oh, on this day I got, uh, I owe, oh, here you go. You can use it as your bank balance. So you can write down how much money you owe to Tom Nook, how many bells you've got to find before you're out from under his, uh, his, his crazy island scheme. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to let people know about that. Uh, if you do pre-order it um, and you pre-order it physically, then you can probably cancel your pre-order. Just keep in mind that if you pre-order it digitally, uh, Nintendo can say, "Nope, we're not going to let you. Uh, we're not going to let you return that uh, or cancel your pre-order at all due to that new uh, that new verdict that we talked about a couple episodes ago." Anyway, thank you very much for listening. If you want to become a part of the community, join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. There's over a thousand people in that discord just waiting to hear from you. All right, get in there. Runjumpstomp.com slash discord. If you want to get a hold of me, use the AskRJS hashtag on Twitter. That's AskRJS on Twitter. And I will include your comments, your thoughts, your questions on the show on Saturday. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And of course, check out my other shows over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Cornaria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>